All right. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tito Jeff Fidoff with the Black and Gold Blitz. Appreciate you checking us out here. Fanstream Sports. Download the app. It's free uh, on Apple and Android, the Fanstream Sports app. Go to fanstreamsports.com. Check it out. The Fanstream Sports Facebook page. All that's out there. Follow me on the X at it happens we've got so many great shows on fan stream sports we're adding them all the time uh shows from across the country different teams different sports different regions make sure you go check it out on fanstreamsports.com and uh obviously uh, like i say download the free app so it wasn't a great win uh but it was a win sunday for the steelers 23 to 19 over green bay in a game that i declared uh was a very important game i use must win i think i use it too much when it comes to steelers i said must win in week two against Cleveland on the Monday night after uh, getting embarrassed by San Francisco. I don't know how many must wins you can have in a season, so I just called this a very, very, two very important game for the Steelers, and they got the win um, based on what's ahead. More on that later. This is your 2023 Steelers um, until further notice. It's a simple formula, but difficult to have success with because there is such a small margin of error. This team's outgained. Every, every game they get outgained. They got outgained by 75 yards by the Packers on Sunday um, in Pittsburgh. And uh, they're one of the least explosive offenses in the league. As a matter of fact, I would argue among teams that have not suffered major injuries to their skill players. Um, major injuries to skill players, key offensive players, because really Pittsburgh has not. Um, Deontay Johnson missed a little bit. I get that. But by and large, firing has been out a little bit, but still. Pickett's been healthy. Harris has been healthy. Uh, Jalen Warren's been healthy. Offensive line, healthy. But anybody who's not been hit with key, like multiple injuries, they might be the least explosive team in the league. Pittsburgh will not win a shootout. Duh. That's what's going to happen with this Pittsburgh team. They're going to win if they can run the ball well and limit turnovers and play elite defense. That's it. Now, that could change. Will it? Uh, it's unlikely. This right here is 1970s AFC Central football now. I know it's called the AFC North now, but this is the 1970s AFC Central football when you had Pittsburgh, uh, Houston, uh, the Oilers at that time, um, and you had Cleveland, Cincinnati. That's what this style of football is that Pittsburgh had success with back then. And it was a form that many teams followed back then. You know, strong running game, strong defense, limit mistakes is the way to do it. So, I love it. I think it's 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 entertaining for me to watch because I don't like watching all the shootout stuff all the time. Against Green Bay, Pittsburgh did have success early running the ball. Um, they scored in their first three possessions of the game. Matt Canada being down on the field now. I know you can look at it and say, oh, it's a big deal now. He's down on the field. Look what they're doing now with Matt Canada down there. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I just think that they're getting better. I think the offensive line is getting better. So, uh, like I said, they scored in the first three possessions of the game. That's a great sign. I love seeing that. Uh, they ran the ball well early. Jalen Warren rushed for 101 yards in the game. Uh, Najee Harris had 82. Though Warren had a touchdown, too, by the way, in that game. They both had gains of more than 20 yards um, on single plays, which is significant because that's the way the Steelers will get the big plays. And this is how they're going to have to do things because Kenny Pickett, I'm not sure if he's the right guy at quarterback. He's serviceable for this type of offense, if that he's serviceable. Um, I don't know if he's the long-term answer or not. If you can win games this way, having him on a rookie contract is not the worst thing in the world. I, certainly, I would like to have, you know, if the Bears move on from Justin Fields, I would love to see Pittsburgh make a play for him or someone like that if they could. Not sure if it's feasible, but Kenny Pickett, though, he is – 
And, and we, we're not going to know how good Kenny Pickett is until there's a new offensive coordinator in there. We're not going to know then until until the Steelers change up their scheme. And so I trust in Mike Tomlin. I trust in the Steelers organization that they are doing what they think is the best way to run this offense. This is not a knock. I'm, I'm putting Canada aside on this because – Tomlin must sign off on this as well. So if they believe in this, if that's the case, then they must believe that Pickett can't be a gunslinger out there and they need to have this conservative approach based on the talent they have. So if that's what they think, then Pickett's going to be that. That's how they're keep running things, how they're going to do things. But if they get a new offensive coordinator there, can do things differently when you, if you can exploit, uh, you know, having uh, George Pickens out there, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, these, uh, Harris is not dynamic. Harris is more of a plotter now, but Jalen Warren's a dynamic running back. So if you can do that, we'll see what happens as the season goes on. Right now, it's hard to argue with the success they're having as far as the wins versus uh, you know, the record is what's really telling everything right now. They're winning, I think, still in spite of Matt Canada and these off- this offensive shortcomings. Chris Boswell, he made three field goals, um, another key to the Steelers winning this way in 2023. Defensively, um, the defense bent, but they didn't break, especially at the end. Uh, Jordan Love was 21 out of 40 for 289 yards and two touchdowns. That was a better game than I thought Jordan Love would have. He moved the ball more effectively through the air than I expected. Did have the two interceptions, though. That's for the Steelers. No turnovers. Packers, two turnovers. That's the Steeler way of winning. Intercepted the goal line in the final play. Clinched that win for Pittsburgh. Uh, A.J. Dillon had a 40-yard run. Uh, finished with nine for 70. So he was really eight for 30 other than that run. Not to say he wouldn't have done that. A.J. Dillon, he went uh, 13 carries, 35 yards. So uh, the Packers did have some success running the ball at times, but by and large, the, the Steelers shut them down. The defense, though, they uh, they did suffer a significant hit, um, again, at linebacker. Quan uh, Alexander, who had the big interception at the end of the game against Tennessee. Again, the Steelers winning interception at the end of the game. A goal line interception. Kind of thing. Quan Alexander had that. Well, he got injured in the first quarter, and uh, after the game, Tomlin said he thinks it's significant. Turns out Tomlin's right. It's a torn Achilles. Quan Alexander, linebacker, out for the season. That's a big loss, especially after the Steelers just lost Cole Holcomb, another guy for the season. That's two big-time losses for the Steeler linebacker group. Um, they're going to need a, lot, a Landon Roberts to step up for them in this now, but it's a – uh, the injuries are starting to mount for this defense, and that's concerning. Uh, luckily, I believe the the fact that the Steelers can put so much pressure on the passer on the defensive line front and also with Watt out there that I think that they can overcome this, but still they can't really afford to suffer many more injuries at the linebacker position and still have success. Now, let's talk about what's ahead. All these ne- it sounds like I'm talking negatively about the Steelers, but I'm not because they are they are continuing to win. The seven and three Ravens, who are coming off of a uh a devastating loss to Cleveland. Got on how the Ravens blew that game. They had a 14 point lead, um, 15 point lead earlier, then a 14 point lead late, blew that game. Deshaun Watson was god awful in the first half and then went 14 for 14 in the second half. And um, the Browns got the win in Baltimore, which is just insane. Well, they uh, the 7 3 Ravens host the 5 4 Bengals on Thursday night. Uh, Bengals lost to the Houston Texans, a game they should have won or certainly should have gone to overtime and had a chance to win it there. But uh, C.J. Stroud performed some magic. The Bengals missed a, uh, dropped a couple of passes down the stretch and missed some tackles. That led to the loss to C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Bengals fall to 5-4, and four, the seller in the AFC North. They're taking on the 73 Ravens on Thursday in Baltimore. The Steelers, 6-3, and three, are in Cleveland, 6-3, and three, on Sunday. The AFC North is going to look a lot different 
a week from now. And there's nothing better, and no offense to Baltimore and the, the Baltimore Steeler rivalry, depending on what age you are, will depend on your take on this. I'm probably, you know, if you're of my age or around my age, you would have a different take on this. But if you if you think Pittsburgh and Baltimore is the best rivalry because that's what you grew up with, that's fine. For me, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. And um, there's nothing better for me than a meaningful Brown Steelers game in the second half of the season. Nothing better. I, I wish it was in Municipal Stadium or in the old Three Rivers, something like that. That'd be better. But the fact that we have a six and three Browns against a six and three Steelers game on a Sunday, I haven't looked at the weather yet. My God, I hope it snows or rains. It won't snow. I hope it rains or I hope it's, just, it's, it's a um, it's an old fashioned AFC North Steelers Bengals game. Can't wait for it. Thanks showing up this season, Cleveland, and making this a meaningful game in November when it looked like it wouldn't be. Cleveland, a big one over Baltimore, puts them in this position, but. There's a lot of things going to change in the AFC North here um, coming up in week 11. So thanks so much for tuning in to Black Gold Daily Blitz. We'll talk more during the week here about this Brown-Steelers game coming up. Um, but make sure you subscribe to this. Listen, subscribe, like, share, all those things. Go to fanstreetsports.com. Download the app. It's for free. Follow them on the X. Uh, I am at Fit Happens. Thanks again for tuning in to Black Gold Daily Blitz. Have a great day.